Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Well, hello. Hello, hello, folks. Hello. (laughs) Rich, your hair looks awesome, dude. Did you get a haircut recently? I did. Um, So, like, when we're, not to let the cat out of the bag, but two major things happened last weekend. Okay. Last week, I went to Florida when I should have had a haircut before because of how much video stuff was on, but I also Mm. brought the wrong hair stuff. So, my my hair looked wet all day and, like, floppy. Mm. So, like, it just wasn't my best self, and I I didn't bring my A game. Mm. Acting-wise, I brought my A game. Looks-wise, I brought my C game. Pushing boundaries wise, you brought your A game. Yes, <laughs> uh, almost. I was the second most inappropriate. This this, this is true. This is true. Uh, Ru- Russell, who filmed uh, some stuff for us this trip, he had some. He had some. He had some powerful moments. <laughs> if for me to be like <laughs> to make me sweat, you have to be doing a really good job. Oh yeah, and he succeeded. Oh yeah. Speaking well, that big three, that was one of them. What did we do last week, David? What is the most exciting thing that happened to you last week? Well, Sunday we, morning, I flew in. Sunday morning, Rich flew in. Uh, I was at church, and Rich got an Uber to our favorite coffee shop nearby, which is Beachy Bean, which is amazing. If you guys ever go to 30A um, in the Panhandle of Florida, check out Beachy Bean. It's awesome. You know, is that from Beachy Bean? I can't see. It. It no, it's it won't grab focus because it's not a face. Sorry, mm. Canon. Mm-hmm. So we filmed a brand new course <clears throat> called Learning to See Like a Photographer. It's amazing. It's really going to open your eyes. It'll be available to all of our photo mentorship students. We're, t- we're talking about releasing it in December, right? We can get it done by then, I think. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good plan. That's a great plan. Yeah, yeah, because we have, we, have, uh, we have different courses releasing in November. It's a pretty fun course. Like, yeah. I, like having seen all billion hours of all your courses. This I'm is not because one. I, not because I'm in there, but I mean, just overall, it was like, kind of like obtainable, digestible, like mm. quick winny. Like it was like, mm. it's like we had like a, we, we just turned a year old and we had a year to reflect on things and we're like, what would make this? Yeah. It already is the best. We've learned to see kind of some more yeah. things that our students things need, to do. So. so we just wanted to make it the best. And I feel like we accomplished it. I mean, yeah. I'll see once it's edited, but yeah, yeah before yeah, the yeah. cutting floor looked great. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it because here's the thing we've identified. We've identified, and we're kind of shifting a bunch of things in our in our business and our training programs and stuff to kind of follow this path. And um, and we think there are five main steps. Not we think we believe there are five main steps to becoming a professional photographer. And it's up to you whether or not you ever want to turn pro. Some people just want to simply. Uh, take amazing photos just for themselves or family and friends and all that jazz. But those five steps are, we've talked about a little bit here on the, you are employee of the year, Rich. Uh, we've talked about those five main steps on this podcast before, but um, first step number one is learning to see like a photographer. And this is something that you can do regardless of whether or not you're using an iPhone or whether or not you are, you know, using a, a Canon camera, Nikon camera, Sony, Fuji, whatever. <laughs> camera that doesn't work like Rich was just showing. Hasselblad. You got... You need to learn to see like a photographer. You need to learn to be able to visualize, you know, what you, what type, what the images, visualize what could be. 
that's what photographers do. They, they essentially are fortune tellers. You know, they, they're able to predict the future. Okay. And they're able to craft an image to tell a story based on the way that you uh, compose your images, the way that you frame your images. So this course, Learning to See, is, is to help people who don't feel like they have that natural organic eye. Um, a lot of people do. They, they're able to see things and recollect images that they like and then kind of recompose or reframe shots that tell similar stories. And that's a gift, a gift of kind of visualization. But I think that anyone can learn how to see like a photographer as long as you learn the components that are involved in it. You know, and so we we filmed this course called Learning to See, and it's it's phenomenal. I think it'll come out in about a month from now to all of our photo mentorship students. So if you're not in the photo mentorship, go check out thephotomentorship.com because that's where .com. you know our members get to stream unlimited access to all of our courses and uh, get all their questions answered by amazing uh, photography mentors like Rich over here and our other ones that we have. Um, and so you get stream unlimited access to all that stuff. You get an amazing community built in. And then you also get all your questions answered. So go check out thephotomentorship.com if you're not already a member. Zena says she can't wait for the new courses. Sherry's saying hello from Wisconsin. Vicki Washington is saying hello. Debbie's saying she shared. We need to give something away today. And I think in light of the things that we're talking about, um, I don't know if there's any other like big three news stuff that you want to talk about here. But I think we should, um, I think we should give away kind of a really good portrait lens today because we're going to be talking about some portrait sessions and holiday cards and mini sessions, stuff like that. What do you think? You good with that? Sounds great. Sounds great, David. I've been burning up that company card this week. <laughs> you sure have. You got I a new cam- a ca- I, I bought you a new camera. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're sending. I just me- ordered. I just ordered Autumn, like, because the new MacBooks have like a dongle. You know, there's a dongle for everything. She needs oh, yeah. an Ethernet in for Skype. So I just, mm. I, I just, I just ordered her a dongle. Dongle, yeah. There dongle you go. life. Dongle. Well, life, we're bro. gonna we're gonna give away one of the guys a nifty fifty millimeter lens. It's a uh, well, this is a Canon version, but it's a one point eight millimeter lens. Um, sorry, it's an f one point eight, and it's a fifty millimeter lens, and it's amazing for shooting portraits and all sorts of things. So all you have to do is just share this. Facebook live recording of our live broadcast of our podcast, share it. And then one of the guys who share will randomly be drawn to win a free nifty 50 millimeter lens, which is amazing. Rich, what lens is on your webcam right now? A 50 millimeter lens. There you go. Look how blurry the background is for Rich. I'm jealous of the quality. Bro, do you want to hear something? This is 3.2. No, I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying that's 3.2. Imagine if I went down to 1.8. I mean, imagine it. That'd be pretty crazy. But yeah, so, that's that's my lens. Like you always hear photographers talk about how they like that creamy, soft, and they just don't mm-hmm. know how to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. That lens that somebody's going to win today can help you accomplish it. And so you're using the Canon RP. Like, look how Chris. This is just my webcam that's built into my uh, to my monitor. But Rich just bought with the company card a brand new Canon RP for me. Because I don't have any of the Canon R's. I'm waiting to get the R5. It's just like impossible to get. And it face tracks. Um, yeah. So it's going to track the focus really good for the face. Um, it was delaying there. for It was lagging there for a second, but that's okay. It's, it's on. No, sh- shut up. <laughs> Cody uh, is saying Bocalicious. Um, so Bocalicious. Did Cody, just, what is Cody's Co- name? I, I try to talk him into changing his Facebook name. Did he, he do did. it? He did. He did. It, it, it usually says Thomas Cody. Val- I never know how to pronounce your last name. Valenzuela. 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 
Sorry, Valenzuela. But Cody has a mate. Cody, Cody has amazing we love photos. you. Cody, I'm going to call Cody, you later he, this Because I'm always like, oh, it's Thomas. And then you're like, his friends call him Cody. I'm like, sorry, it says Thomas on his Facebook thing. But anyway. So we I, just, I, we I, just made you easier to brand. And now thousands of people know you, know who you are and yeah. know to find you on the internet. Yeah. Cody takes amazing photos. We were literally talking about Cody a few minutes ago um, on the 20 phone. 20 minutes ago, I said you Pre-gaming. Yeah. Yep, pre-gaming the podcast. Because, um, yeah. So anyways, we'll, we'll be in touch, Cody. We have an idea. So. There you go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what are we talking about? Canon RP. You're yeah. gonna, you just bought me a Canon RP so that I can have a webcam with a shallow depth of field that looks amazing like Rich's camera over there. So, and I got a bunch of junk in the background over here. I also so. ordered um, from B&H, from our B&H thing, a, a tabletop tripod I might mail to you too so mm. you can have it set up nice. Well, I, I've, got, I've got some amazing, like I've got this arm right here. Oh yeah, see your other web camera was on that. I saw that. It hit me in the so eye. So I've got th- I've got this arm and it it kind of um it's kind of like a C stand arm, oh, sort of. Cool. And then it, so it can clamp to the table. I don't know if you can see it, but you know I've got this like this clamp thing. So pressure can, clamp, clamp, nice. Clamp to my standing desk. Pressure clamp. And then once I do that, I can you know I can manipulate all these things and you know go this way. Dang it! Dang! Know, I wish stuff. I had one of those. We'll get one. These are amazing. Um, so anyways, what I'll do is I'll clamp this to the back of my stand-up desk, I believe, and then put the webcam, you know, on top of here. Cause when I say the webcam in the, in the same shit, I already have so here, here. This is the Logitech webcam and it's like good. It's like a hundred dollar, you know, thing, but this new setup is uh, how, how much did you buy me a lens too? I never like talking no, about you, you said, you said, I don't know. So I just didn't. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. Sometimes some you're good. in the mood. Sometimes you're in the mood like, Hey, we're going to give away 20 cameras this month. And then sometimes you're like. Well, hold on. We can't buy that Canon XTI. I'm like, bro, which one is it? Which David am I getting today? <laughs> Happy, spend the money. Like, has, how much has Tammy yelled at you today? I need to know which no, one. She told me, you know why? Here's my other big three moment here. She told me, she was like, I just couldn't do it without you, babe. She's like, you're so amazing. You know? Couldn't, do, like, couldn't do what? Life. You know, I made the kids breakfast this morning and she was prepping the, you know, the, uh, you know, the lunches for school. We have our homeschool meetup today. And, um, and then here's, so here's the thing. Here's my big three. My wife turned 40 a couple weeks ago. I'm still this young, you know, 36, 36 year old male. I got the, I have more gray hair than she does. Um, at least more gray hair showing. Um, anyways, um, but she had a birthday weekend, a girl's birthday weekend. We, we rented a house for her and some of her um, Nashville friends that came in to town for the weekend. And she it's a Nashville like a, party. It's a Nashville party. Yeah. Um, there you go. Party in the USA. I love America. America's great. Um, even, even though there's lots of stuff going on, like we still live in the most amazing country in the world, despite all, all sorts of other things. So party in the USA. Anyways, my wife um, had a girl's weekend. So I had the kids... Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and then part of Sunday. Four kids. You had to babysit that long? I am a good husband. Let me just say that. I'm a good husband. Because, uh, yeah, anyways. We that's did more than time. I watched my kids all year last year. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Awesome. Okay, well. What are we talking about today, David? We talked about a 50-millimeter lens, which is great. But what can somebody do with that 50-millimeter lens that complements what we're talking about today? Well, they can take beautiful portraits and have that beautiful, bocalicious, as Cody said, um, background, right? And that way you don't see the gaff tape, you know, and the cameras and the books and stuff like that right in the background. Everything is so sharp. I can see all three prongs of your, of your outlet behind your head. 
I know, man. I just need a better outlet. Amateur. To talk, about talk about this stuff. Um, so today, since it is almost Halloween, Kristen, Kristen Cook, um, one of our amazing team members, she told me that we have to talk about when we decorate the tree. Is that what we're talking about? David, like when, we David, when, when do you decorate for the holiday? What day? <laughs> I don't know why I was just talking about this, but Kristen, Kristen's like, you have to do this. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you guys. Well, she's my boss and she's your boss. So let's figure when, it out. When, when did, when do you decorate? Do y'all decorate? Um, well, it, it varies. So my, I have allergic kids. That's why we can't have animals because my wife's a communist. Um, so we have a fake tree that lives in my in my garage that we're like on year number six with it. And it still works great. Yeah. But like we usually like do Thanksgiving. But like my wife will like it'll change in a minute. Like we'll go from like no decorations to like full on Christmas in the course of two hours. Right. So I would say like Thanksgiving is the time for that. Um, so my she, kids are. Does she do it all? Like, does she do all that? No, no, the kids do it. The kids do it, and I watch and I document by taking a few photos. But I have an eight year old and a four year old, so, like, they're always, like, coloring or doing something. It's like, it's crazy the amount of arts and crafts my students do, or my kids. They're my students, too, because I'm the principal. (laughs) Yeah. I just felt like, I just felt like standing right now, so I'm gonna make sure that nothing breaks over here. Raise the desk a little bit. My favorite, my favorite, the best desk in the world. Is it a standing desk that can kind of raise, raise the uh, situation there? Um, so when, so when do y'all decorate? Like what time of year? Is it, did you say this? Or that day after Thanksgiving. Day after Christmas. Thanksgiving. Day after. So that used to always be my thing. When do you guys decorate? Let me know in the comments when you guys actually decorate. Uh, Brittany Crane is saying after Thanksgiving. Marguerite is saying uh, weekend after Thanksgiving. Is it American Thanksgiving or? Is it? Um, so <clears throat> here's the deal especially when it comes to Christmas music and stuff. <laughs> my wife would try to like play Christmas music like all July. year long. Yeah, no, literally July or June, whatever. And I'm like, I love Christmas music. I'm not trying to be a Grinch. I just don't want to like not like bah, it. Because, yeah, like do it too much. So it used to be like, not until Thanksgiving, you know, not until after Thanksgiving type thing. And now we've, put, <laughs> like, we've pushed back to where it's like, no Christmas music until after Halloween. So apparently after this weekend, it's kind of fair game, which is weird because we're still swimming in the ocean without wetsuits on. Like it's still warm here in Florida. So, um, you know, it's going to be weird to put up a Christmas tree in like a week from now if that's what we end up doing. Nothing says Christmas like sweating. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I rode my bike to work without my shirt on. It's still that warm outside. So I feel blessed to live in Florida. There's a lot of reasons I feel blessed to live in Florida, but one of the reasons is weather. State um, income sales tax, that's the other reason. No state income sales tax, yep, that's true. It, it, which also was true in Tennessee, but there's a little bit difference there because there's a franchise tax versus a uh, whatever. So it's actually a little bit better here in Florida. So let's talk about let's talk about portraits, Christmas cards, decorating, and uh, potentially some mini sessions. So a lot of you guys want to, It's it's been a weird year. I know that. There's COVID Amen. this year. Um, it's, if you're listening to this podcast in the future, it's still, it's, it's, uh, October 26th, Monday, October 26th, right before Halloween, right before, um, you know, some big decisions can be made soon. I don't know. Uh, A couple of big decisions. Um, But anyways, November 3rd is coming around on on up. And and it's just been a weird year. I know it's been a tough financial year for so many different people. But we have an idea for you, and you've probably heard of this, but we're going to talk about uh, how you could practically use this thought um, to make some, some money before the holidays. Some, some some kizash some cash 
Cassiche. Some green. Some green. So, what should we what should we talk about, Rich? Today, how, should, how, should, how could they make money? Well, here's the thing. People want to remember a picture is a, a like a, a snapshot freezing time. So people will spend money on that because your kids will only look like they look right now. For like right now, in six months, they'll look older. They'll look different. Their expressions change. Their attitudes change. Mm -hmm. Things in life change. You're healthier. You're unhealthy. So people will spend money to remember moments in time. And there's no better way to market off of that than to do a holiday or fall or Christmas or Thanksgiving mini shoot. We are in the rounding the corner through the new year. And in that new year, there's a potential for you guys to make good money. I have friends make stupid money doing mini shoots. Now, Dave, when I say mini shoots, I mean 15 minutes of shooting, five to 10 pictures delivered. And I mean, people that are, I mean, you can make 500 bucks a mini shoot and do 20 a day. I mean, like you can make a lot of money doing this mini shoot thing. Yeah. Many people are doing it. Also Many large pe- people. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Way to polarize, David. Yeah, exactly. At the boundary, you just, you just went right off the edge with that. <laughs> uh, it was a small boundary to push, you know, so. Yeah. Um, well, not for the fat guy. What? <laughs> um, all right. So first of all, here's the deal. Christmas cards, family portraits, it is the season, right? It might even be like a little bit, I don't want to say it's late, but it's like it is the season to jump on this family portrait train. So many people, yeah. um, people are getting more comfortable with at least going outside and like doing, you know, family portrait sessions, regardless of, wh- you know, what your stance on COVID and all that stuff is. But I think people are getting a little bit more, um, more open to going outside and taking some pictures of pretty leaves or, you know, social distancing and taking portraits. Okay. So it is the season where you could do promotions for portrait sessions. If you're comfortable, like, let's say you're a photo mentorship student. And you've taken the master your camera course, so you know how to shoot your camera and manual. You feel confident in getting the correct exposure. You've taken the um, uh, Lightroom 101 course, so now you know how to edit photos and process them and choose the correct ones. You know how to narrow, you know, a thousand photos down to 300 photos that are keepers, and those 300 photos down to another 100 photos that are the choice photos that you deliver to the client. Um, and then you know how to edit to recreate the emotion that you felt while you're photographing those things. You know those things now. And let's say maybe you've taken the Shoot Stunning Natural Light Portraits course, which is also available inside the Photo Mentorship, where we talk specifically about lighting scenarios to be able to find that soft, beautiful light, getting great catch lights in the eyes like you see right now in my eyes. Um, Rich, a little bit less. You know, like his lighting isn't as good over there. Uh, but uh, just, just messing with you, man. There you go. Oh, look at that. Look at that. You're turning up, turning up the heat a little bit. There we go. Um, but getting that soft, beautiful light hitting the face, getting the catch light, which is the twinkle in the eye, and then getting that proper exposure, um, you know, that's, that is the, you know, the most important parts of, you know, uh, of taking, you know, professional quality portraits. So if you are a photo mentorship student and you have not taken the Shoot Stunning Natural Light Portraits course that yours truly taught, I would implore you to take that, especially before you do family portraits um, this fall. But if you've taken those things, then you have the foundational steps that you need to start taking professional quality portraits. If you can do the things that I talk about in that Shoot Stunning Natural Light Portraits course, which is available to everyone who is a photo mentorship member, then you can take professional quality portraits, okay? You can do it. And so this fall, you could do family portrait sessions for people, you know, like one-off, you know, find beautiful locations and do that and, you know, make hundreds of dollars, uh, 
potentially even thousands of dollars if you're good at upselling and doing prints and albums and canvases and all that stuff um, from just doing, you know, per shoot, you know. Um, but you could also do this idea that Rich was talking about called mini sessions. And this is the thing that I didn't really do a good job of implementing um, back when I was kind of actively shooting weddings and, and um, lifestyle portraits for, um, for families. But I wish I did. Can you imagine like, can you imagine like a album cover mini shoot? All right, Skillet, <laughs> you got 15 minutes. Let's go. Yeah. It's like, all right. All right, news boys. All right, Matthew West, come on in. You got 15 minutes. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Families want, a, a lot of times, like my wife, you know, like when Rich comes in and does photos, we're like, we just want one good photo. Like, that's all we really want. I mean, it's hard to get to that one photo. There's lots of setup. There's lots of lighting stuff. There's lots of practicing, finessing, all these new things. But what we actually want, what the mother really wants, and because let's be honest, it's for the mother. Um, Amen. You know, hey man. I mean, the dad appreciates it and loves it later. I show, I you know, the dad like the appreciates amount, it. The amount of times like I show this. off this photo that like that rich ad shot of us, I'm like hoping nothing comes up on. That's the, the one. That's the one picture. Yeah, that's the one picture. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's <laughs> the one go. picture. That's the one picture that we wanted. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Rich was able to shoot this whole session in like 15 minutes, I think, because the light was like dropping. We're gonna we're call shooting. that. We're, we're gonna call that a mini shoot, David. That's yeah. It was it was a mini shoot, but you got awesome things. You got awesome photos of it. So here's the thing, since the mothers really want that one hero shot, and yes, they may want other shots, okay? I, I get it, like, yeah, they want the combinations with dad and his daughter, or, or mom and the son, or, or all these different other configurations. But the point is, the main thing they want is one picture with everyone smiling, okay? And the mini sessions kind of achieve that, like, lowest bar of, like, if we get this shot, we're good, okay? Mm -hmm. Because what you do as the photographer, is you schedule a time, obviously weather is kind of an, could be an issue, you know, if it's raining, you may have to reschedule or something. But let's say you f pick a Saturday, okay? And you uh, do a mini session at this beautiful field in the park, whatever, if you, if you live in a place where you need to get a, a permit to shoot in the park, get your permit, okay? Make sure you do it legally. <laughs> Don't do what I do and just show up and shoot. So anyways, Alice uh, Beach. Alice Beach. <laughs> <coughs> never, <coughs> never do that. Never do that. Yeah, I'm totally like an ask forgiveness guy, but I don't recommend that. I recommend you going through the proper, proper, <laughs> the proper things. What's up? There was this Welcome one time I was at, there was this one time I was in Nashville and we were shooting the Mercy Me album cover, which I think is above your head to the right. And we were supposed to do this like awesome rap shoot at the end of uh, like at the Music City country music awards place yeah and freaking paul blart comes up on a segue and like you guys can't shoot here and yeah. david's like well we're already all set up we only need like one pick and he's like no and that was a memory i'll never and forget I, and i was like listen man i'll like massage your back or something you know i was trying to oh I yeah you're pointing out all the stops yeah yeah and he just you know he just he just said nope so stop. it's easier to ask for forgiveness and permission but then you might not get to shoot so the, the this is true get the permission you need or find somewhere that it doesn't matter Right, that's right. So wherever you do it, you find a beautiful location, okay? And then you kind of figure out, okay, this is great soft lighting because you've watched the Shoot Stunning Natural Light Portraits course if you're shooting all natural light, all natural. And then you find like a good background and you even take some family members there and practice and kind of like pre, 
plan this shoot, okay? To where you know, okay, you're not, go, you're not showing up to a new place to do this, all these mini shoots and be like, crap, I don't know where I'm going to shoot. You know the sun is going down this way. It's going to be perfect backlight for like the last two or three hours of the day. It's going to be great or it's in the shade or it's soft light or whatever it is. And then you know that, okay, if I practice and I shoot at F2.8, then I can shoot three family members, no problem, um, is, as long as they're not too separated. Or if I shoot 4.0, I can shoot five or four family members, something like that. Um, and you, you kind of do some test shots and you know, okay, if I just stand people over here and I snap photos, like we're going to get a great photo and then mom is going to be happy. We've got everyone smiling as long as I can like shuffle families over here and do this thing. Okay. So you pre-plan, that's the point, And you plan it for a Saturday or some evening or whatever. You do several different days of mini shoots, depending on how many you can schedule. And then you're charging, I don't know, some people charge as cheap as 50 bucks. Some people charge like hundreds, like three or $400 for the mini session, depending on where their experience level is. But if mm -hmm. you're a new student, um, I would think about it as in like, what's a good hourly rate for you? Mm -hmm. and make it worth other, your time and make it worth their time. Because if, right. you, if you don't give yourself worth, how can somebody else treat you with worth? If you, I, if you don't have a dollar amount assigned to you to say that your art is worth something you'll just get taken advantage of so make sure you charge something do not shoot for free i mean if you think about it just think about how stoked you would be like you go, you want to think about the value proposition for both sides okay for a mom to get a photo that's amazing professional quality like rich coleman shoots of my family okay what would be worth it to her i mean a lot of money but like you also got to consider we only have let's say 15 minutes. Now you could schedule whatever duration of time you want, but if you did 15 minutes, then you could do four an hour and you know that the beautiful light is only there for so long. You might only have an hour or two hours. So let's say you schedule eight mini shoots, hypothetically, um, every 15 minutes for the last two hours of the day. Okay. These moms are going to be stoked to get an amazing quality frame worthy photo of their family to send in Christmas cards or whatever for a hundred bucks. Amen. You know, like without I think it without batting I, an eye. Like they're like, yeah, that's a great deal. I'm going to get an amazing quality thing. And if you're the type of like super artsy uh, art director type person that you're going to create like a Christmas scene in the background, like you could even have like a couple setups where like click, 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 click at this angle where it's like just beautiful greenery or fall leaves in the background. And then you have them like step 15 feet over here and you have like your Christmas background or your fall festival thing. If you want to decorate it. So you could have like a couple options, bam, 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 move them over here for the next seven minutes. Bam, bam, bam. And you have two different setups for them. One's you know, holiday-ish, you know, have your Christmas lights, Christmas tree, whatever. Santa, if you're at, some people I've heard like they literally hire a Santa for the afternoon. Cool idea, right? And then, um, and then they, they, do these, they do these sessions like really quick. So you think about a mom like spending a hundred bucks for that. And let's say you hire, you, you get eight shoots, four shoots an hour for two hours when the light is beautiful. Carry the two, that's $800. 800. 800 freaking dollars for two hours of shooting time. Now, I know there's photo processing and all these different things, but according to Rich, you shouldn't give away a ton of images with this, right? No. And here's the thing. You're worth, like, let's say you spend 20 hours editing one photo. You just went from being worth $100 an hour to, like, 12 cents an hour. Here's the thing. When you do it, there's a couple tips and tricks we want to tell you for doing a mini shoot. Number one is find soft light so yeah. that... When you show up to that shoot, you shouldn't be thinking and calculating and doing like trigonometry on the fly. You should know that no matter what happens, because of where they're positioned, the light's not going to change. All I, all I have to do is make sure everybody's looking at me, and then everything's perfect. Boom, boom, boom. 
You're not delivering too many pictures, which means you're not editing your life away and your turnaround time's quick. So not only is it like, hey, you'll get these pictures in two days. Day after tomorrow, I'm going to deliver these pictures. Uh, Here's the thing. It's good for a lot of reasons. Number one, men historically hate photo shoots. So you tell a husband, hey, I, babe, it's only, it's only going to be 15 I, minutes. I, We're like, I love oh, having yeah. the image, but I always yeah. gripe about it. I'm like, oh, babe, gosh. Oh, you know, no, and I'm your photography mentor. Like, I, I, I value the photos after the fact, but I'm like, oh, I got to. And you tell gotta, the husband, like, hey, Rich, Rich usually charges 500 bucks for a family session. He's going to do a mini session for 100 bucks and we get that picture. Like, it's a deal for you and your client. So don't just right. think about it as, you know, it's this, it's, it's a deal for them to get you at this short rate. So like it, you need to keep giving yourself value. Cause that's going to make you work a little harder for the image too. Absolutely. Hey, Cody's asking this question. Uh, how many images should you a shoot and B give away? He just says how many images, um, but number one, like I'm, I'm a big fan of it's a digital camera. So like shoot, here's something that David Molnar taught me when he shot my wedding 12 years ago, David takes a picture. And this is something I never did until David Monar, I saw him do it in real life. He takes a picture and then he stops for like a whole second, which feels like an hour. And he looks at it and he's like, I got it. Once you got it, once you have it, you can move on. Like if you know you have it from checking your review, you don't need to shoot 900 photos. So shoot it, change it up a little bit. Um, I love David's idea of multi locations, just kind of pivoting because you can do the whole family and then move them 10 feet to the left and just do the kids. So that way mom's getting a money shot of the family and a money shot of her two kids. Everybody's happy. And then, you, and then while the two kids are there, mom and dad can be there. You can give them like a whole session in under 15 minutes. Um, so Cody, I would say deliver no more than 20 pictures. Hmm. That's like, like a that. max. You can deliver 10 and then you can turn five of them black and white if you want to do 15. Like that, that counts as a picture. Everything you give in color, deliver in black and white too. So let's answer some questions. If you guys have some questions in here, then definitely type them in there. We're going to do a little Q&A session since we have a little bit of time. Um, and then we'll give away that lens in a few minutes. Uh, my Christine, lens. Christine, yeah, my lens. Christine said, I've been to a mini where you get a package of one shot. Um, so basically they get one shot. I don't know what they're getting for that one shot. Like, I don't know if it's the digital download or what. Um, if, you get in, if you get individual, if each... Of each kid, if you buy a package of each kid, much better quality than school photos, it was definitely worth it. So I think she's yeah, saying you could buy different thing. packages. School, different school pictures like. suck. Like, I could literally they only take give one my, picture. They literally yeah, yeah, like, I can give my I can give my neighbor a camera on automatic mode, and they can take better pictures than school pictures. That sounds mean, but it's true. So the fact that you're like taking the time to care about lighting and care about all these things to make it so you don't have to think. Here's the thing: you're either you're like you're trained or you're untrained. You being trained doesn't mean you're any smarter. It just means you're trained. When you're trained, the result's better. Like a sniper in the Marines isn't like this smart savant that can shoot a gun from a mile away. He's just trained because he shoots a thousand rounds a week and he gets really good at it. That's what you're doing as a photographer. You're becoming trained so that in this moment, you're giving the best quality to your clients because you care. And that's part of owning your craft. And that's why it's so fun to do mini shoots like this because. I promise you people will be blown away. They're like, oh my gosh, like Cody did a great job and I was only there for 15 minutes and they're like, holy crap, I'm going to book this guy for my wedding. Like, and, they might, and, and they might like this the, and more because like when you're shooting for too long, kids get like, <laughs> kids get like crazy. They have a fuse, and the dad's man. like, oh, 
you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, hey, we're gonna do this really fast. And it's like, oh wow, that was easy. And we got a great photo out of it. Cool, because like everyone's prepared. And you know, you maybe coach your parents on like, hey, don't give them treats until afterwards, but feel free to bribe them that they can get ice cream. Whoever, whoever smiles the best gets the biggest scoop of ice cream or whatever it is. And then so they're, com they're competing, you know? And then my kids, we literally pay my kids um, to do photo shoots. Like my wife's like, oh, you wanted that Lego set? Well, you can get $5 or $10 towards that Lego set or whatever it is um, if you, you know, behave and smile and don't be crazy at this photo shoot. And it's like, and it's one of those things where it's way worth it to pay 20 bucks to our kids, $5 a piece or $10 a piece, depending on the session, um, for us to get them to be cooperative. Because otherwise, you think about it, you're spending, you know, if you're doing a family photo shoot and you're spending four or $500 or $100 on the session and the kids misbehave, then it kind of like ruins the session for you and you don't really get what you want. So it's well worth it to like, to bribe those kids. You just don't give them anything until they've actually done it. You know what I mean? Do not give them any Amen. sugar treats. Amen. Don't give them sugar treats. If you to give where a kid like, a sucker during my photo shoot, I will take that sucker and throw it in your eye. Like, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, then you're a super, Blue you're definitely lollipop. a sucker. Yep. So, um, yeah, Jeanette um, Boatwright had said that was my mistake, delivering too many issue, too many things. Um, and then Susan uh, Nicholas is saying, uh, I always upsell on other photos. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. Carol Fulton is a great idea. She said, what about setting up an agreement with one of the local tree farms who usually have an epic shot for a good photo? Like, that's a great yeah. idea. I love that. And all, all you have to do is say, say, hey, owner of this tree farm, I'll shoot your family and your brother's family for free. You let me use your tree farm for this whole Saturday. So there's not even any money. You can like just do trade services. Photography is great for trade services. It, it really is. That's a, that's a great idea. If you think about it, if you could if you could set up shop and then you could even have just foot traffic going by. So it's like, hey, you want to do a family photo session? It's hundred bucks. And like, oh yeah, I'm dressed in my Sunday best clothes. Like, let's do it. Or they know that they can come back later. Or you know, like that's a really good idea if you can come up with an arrangement like that. And you're, it's like it's like a pop up shop or something, or like a food truck idea where the people are walking by and like, yeah, I'll do it. You know. So, I love um, a street taco. You can yeah, be that street taco. That's what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so let's talk about how you could market it because that, that's a great example. If you could mm -hmm. come up with an arrangement with added pumpkin patch, which you know probably is like done in a couple of days, um, with a Christmas tree farm, Never too late. maybe even at a, a mall. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, like with Santa Claus there, like or or you. Um, I don't know. There's all sorts of things you could do. Like like let's say if you if you know someone that has a Santa Claus suit, or you could hire someone like. Let's say you pay Santa Claus 200 bucks and he's and you have like a studio set up. If you have access to a studio or you can rent a studio for a day, think about it um, and then get like photos with Santa Claus. Like that could be a great mini session where, you know, you're paying Santa Claus X amount of dollars, a couple hundred. I don't know how much it costs to pay Santa Claus. I've never done that before. Um, don't, uh, don't pay too much for talent. That's a whole nother podcast. Don't pay too much for talent. Um Anyways, you could hire someone, come up with a, <laughs> with a, with a, well, I mean, uh, like a model. Some people pay their models way too much. I'm like, oh my gosh, like down here. I'm like, you paid your model a thousand dollars for the day. I'm like, my pretty neighbor would have done it for 200 bucks. You know what I mean? Like find out like what's normal. Don't just like go with your first person shop a little right, bit. Right, right, right. That makes sense. But Maybe just a better looking Santa down the street would do better. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but just hypothetically, 
you know, some, some sort of situation like that where let's, if you have an access to a photo studio, a lot of photo studios you can rent for an afternoon. So let's say you do have studio lights and you've taken the studio lighting uh, 101 course, which we have available to all of our students inside the photo mentorship. And maybe you've gone on to take the, the studio lighting 201 course as well, or you've seen some of our Higgs episodes, like we're about to release about the headshot stuff. Um, so let's say you know studio lighting, okay? So you light, you light Santa Claus, you light the kids, you create a background, it's awesome, and you charge 100 bucks a pop or, or whatever it is, and you can do eight of those, 10 of those in a day. Or you have it set up for two or three days and you somehow uh, get 30 different people to come and you've made three grand in a few days. Yeah. Sounds like a, that could be- Here's the thing, once you do one successfully, I promise you'll be like, how Ooh, can I do three again. more of these before Christmas? Yep. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my second tidbit of advice is make sure you leave like a 15 minute cushion before in between sessions. You don't want to back your sessions up, but sometimes mm. it is good to have somebody waiting. So you're like, I have to finish. Right. Don't let people take advantage of you. Get it done. Don't overstress the edit. Just deliver good quality content because you're thinking about it. Think about your pictures. Think about your clients and just make it an enjoyable experience. And they'll be, they can't, they'll be coming back for more. They'll just be hungry for it next year. And then for marketing, Okay, so you talk to this tree farm who has a, a following of 2,000 people. You make a little graphic. You share on your Facebook. They share on their Facebook. And now thousands of people have heard about you, and it hasn't cost you a penny. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, the, the power of social media is huge. And if you're yeah. not using it, you're losing it. Yeah, love it. Jody uh, Soria has said, I've never done minis, but these are all great ideas. So let's talk about how you could market this a little bit. Let's like, let's give some examples. Like, you know, obviously if, if no one hears about your mini shoots, then no one is going to um, book you. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where you could, um, you could even do a couple, like you could do one for free. Sorry, I, I'll say this. You could have a couple of good looking friends families okay and do a couple of sessions like this guy over here um do a couple of free mini sessions in the same location like uh, as a test right and then the photos come out and then they're telling it and then be like hey would you tell your friends like they, they could do a mini session it's a great deal blah blah i typically charge 500 bucks you got it for free don't tell anyone that but i'm only doing it for the example is 100 bucks a session. You might be able to pull off mini sessions for 250 bucks for a 15 minutes or a half an hour slot. I, so I don't yeah. know what's right for your. Some market. of you, a 25 bucks might be great for you. For you to make a couple hundred bucks a day is better than, I don't know. Especially when you're starting out. your face off. You know. Yeah. I, I'd say you don't need to do it for 25 bucks. I mean, I feel like. Let's put the bar at 50. Let's just make that our our low. Yeah, bar. I mean, 50 dollars maybe depending on your area you know um but i would try to stay in the hundred dollar range but maybe it's a hundred bucks for the half an hour session i don't know you know it just it just it really just depends um so um from a marketing perspective a if you already have a little following then you just start posting about it on social media if you have an email list you could email your you know past clients um, you could call them and say, hey, I'm doing mini sessions. You could text them. You know, it's one of those things where you could, you know, like you, you want to let people know. And I know that's one of the things that people don't like. They don't like promoting themselves. And so if you don't like any sort of promotion of yourself, like there's a good chance you're not going to make it in business. You've got to kind of get over that a little teeny bit and, um, and at least get the momentum going. Someone like Rich has such good word of mouth now like at this phase in your career that you have to turn down shoots or you're booking too much. However, 
Um, in the beginning days, that probably wasn't the case. Like you, it was probably an uphill battle to get it started, right? And it's one of those things, like David says, you have to try and you have to learn how to sell yourself. Because if not, you're just going to have this like great product for nowhere. So I love David's idea. Like take your pretty next door neighbors, shoot them in the location that you want to shoot at. And then that becomes your billboard for your marketing scale, like your marketing mm -hmm. pitch. Like get this exact photo in this exact setting. And that right. way you've already thought and practiced a little bit. So now it's like even less of a thinking game. So getting pretty people, I know it sounds like vain, but you know, pretty people are easier to photograph. They usually have been photographed before and it's going to make you feel great as an artist to know like, wow, like my next door neighbor's kids are well behaved. I'm going to shoot them in like a picture of two brothers hugging that just pulls on all the heartstrings. And another thing I really think you should do, and I don't know if David was going to hit on this is you should create a sense of urgency. You should say mm -hmm. like limited seats available. Right. Cause if people right. know that it's not like limited or not special, like it's special for them to book you. There's only 10 spots available. If you don't right. get these 10 spots better, you know, use the crappy neighbor photographer. you like, you know, it's special for them to get you because you're special as an artist. That's right. I love that. Yeah. Using that sense of urgency. Um, and then if you only have limited amount of spots, you think about it, there is a limited amount of time if you're shooting natural light because the sun's going to set, you know, and if you start too early, then, uh, then it's going to, the, the lighting's not going to be good. It's going to be too bright. Find some shade. That's right. If you're shooting in a studio situation, then you might not have the same limitations, but let's just say you're committing to only doing eight sessions at a hundred bucks a piece that afternoon in the two or three hours. I like what Rich said where he was um, saying, make sure there's some sort of urgency. And I also like the other point you said, maybe don't stack them so back to back like the 15 minutes. Like maybe don't book four 15 minute sessions per hour like I was suggesting. Especially if you don't handle stress well. Like that's not the time to test out your stress level of photography to be like, ah, Oh yeah, I, I definitely recommend practicing this. Like if you haven't done anything like this before, practice, take, church. Take, pra practice with some friends or some extended family or something um, in, the, in the location that you're going to shoot it. Do a test run for sure. Like get a couple families, make sure you figured out, like do the thing. We have a course called Naturally Pose Your Subjects Like a Pro where I teach you the core posing method on uh, C-O-R-E. Uh, go take that course in the photo mentorship if you haven't already. But, um, but I teach you how to naturally pose your subjects like a pro. Um, and then also we have a family photography course as well. So you could take that to do any of the preparation because it's one of those things where like sometimes people lock up and they freeze and they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to, be, they don't know how to pose people. They don't know how to make people feel comfortable. And so that's why we have that training to help you guys uh, win as much as possible. Uh, so Amen. make sure you go take, get access to those things before you, uh, before you do one of these sessions or freshen up on it if you, if you uh, haven't seen one of these courses in a while. So practice beforehand, but you know, if you feel pretty confident at it, then maybe you could stack four people, four families in an hour, but, you, but maybe, um, it'd be better to only do two an hour, two 15 minute sessions an hour. Like Rich is saying to give a 15 minute block or spacing between reset, the two re the props, for re reset bathroom breaks, whatever it is. Um, or maybe you just do three an hour and you have a 15 minute buffer where it's like you could take a five minute break between or seven minute break in between a couple of different things. So it really just depends on how many you book. Let's be honest. You know, yeah, like imagine this. Imagine this. You do your shoot. <clears throat> you book all eight or even seven clients. You post a picture of one of them and say sold out. But due to high demand in two weeks, we're going to do another mini portrait session. Right. So you went from making 800 bucks to 1600 bucks in two weekends just on some basic 
entry level marketing skills because you're you're worth it. You're as a photographer, whether you've been doing it your whole life or whether you're a mom who's paid attention to her kids their whole life and like you're doing photography for you, there is money to be had in this photography game and it's super fun to be able to tell your wife or husband like, look at this camera I bought with my I just bought this 24 to 70 lens with the money I made this weekend. Like that's a good feeling to know that you can buy the toys to make you successful in photography. Yeah. Hey, Linda Flanagan asked this question and I'm actually curious to see what you are going to say here, Rich, because I have some different thoughts on this, but I'm nervous. No, it's okay. Linda Flanagan, um, who has a beautiful picture of her dog, um, as her profile picture, um, maybe like a, I don't, I don't know if it's a, if it's a lab or if it's a golden retriever, but I think it's long, a bulldog and a Shih Tzu put together. No, I don't think so. She said, are you providing printed images or digital images for this price? How are you providing the media and photos to the client? Great questions. Great questions. Um, so do you want to answer this one? Sure. I okay. personally have been in the photography game long enough to see print sales dip. So when you book any session with me, you're getting downloadable digitals, high resolution digitals. Now, with that said, you could deliver 10 digitals and then have a gallery up somewhere where they can buy prints for 20 bucks a print, you know, whatever it is for another source of income. But I believe in today's society, the mother, the person in charge wants a digital print so they can put it on their Facebook and make their own canvas print at Shutter Snapfish or somewhere like that. They're, they're smart enough to get their own prints. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. David, what are your thoughts? I think you can do a couple different things. Um, I think, you know, when we're, it really just depends. I think when you're starting out, you just want to be as likable and as easy to work with as possible. Number one, like you want people to, to love you and to come back and to refer you. So don't make it super difficult. You know, yes, everyone wants the digital images, but are digital images special? No, I haven't even printed this freaking gorgeous photo that I have. You know, Thanks. I haven't even printed. I haven't, I haven't even printed it yet. So like, you didn't print the last. Screen. You didn't print the last one either. Just saying. And we we actually yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> we we've done it. We, this this is a kind of like a funny aside. Like we literally have one picture hanging up in our room, in our whole house. That's like the one picture hanging up right now. Because we moved to this new house, we're like we want to start from scratch, decorating it all. And then we have four little kids, and it's like by the time we finally get them to bed, we're like. You know, like this. So we, we just have not taken the effort to like actually decorate our house yet and print images. But this image is going to be a massive canvas in our house very soon. Um, in fact, I told my wife for her 40th birthday that was one of the things I was going to do for her. And I haven't done it yet. So thanks for reminding me. Printed images I'll, are special. Here's what I want to say. Printed images are special. Photography, books, albums are very special. Okay. And it's what people should have. I still believe that. I think we should have printed images. Yes, we've seen a decline in print sales. Yes, people want the digital images because they want to be able to, A, preserve those digital images, post them on Facebook, um, you know, be able to have them wherever. So, yeah, you should make it available to them, whether it's an additional cost to buy the digital downloads or not. There's all sorts of different pricing things, and we're not going to really get into too much of the advanced pricing strategies here today in this podcast. But you could do you could put the photos up on something like Shootproof or Pixie Set, which are amazing online gallery hosting platforms, and then I believe they make it available for you to either charge for digital downloads or also 
um, just allow them to be free. And then you could also print photos to whatever the photographer's favorite photo lab is and it would mail them directly to your clients. So you could kind of offer all the above. You know, you could do all those different things. Find um, what works for you. Like your, yeah. your market's different. Like find what works for you. You might find out, man, selling prints are, man, the only option is for them to buy a 16 by 24 canvas and they love it and they'll spend 200 bucks on it. You know, like it, it, it just depends. Yeah. It totally it's California. That's, that's California. There you go. Love it. Love it. I have, I have no canvas of 30A, David. Maybe I'll do one of those uh, dune-like aerials. Oh, those I usually, are, those are I gorgeous. usually do a picture for like where I travel. But Yeah, you should do it. We love it. What do um, you say we give away a lens, man? Let's do it. My lens, let's do it. Cool. Hey, I want to hear about your mini sessions. I want you guys to do it. Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think people, I, I know it's the time of the year. Like we probably should have done this podcast um, sooner. Uh, so that you guys had some, um, you know, had some more things. Thanksgiving or Christmas, they've got time. You've got time. All right. So the winner, the winner, the winner just came in. The winner of the 50 millimeter lens. You can, you can announce the winner for us, Rich, Richard, Little Rich, Little Richie. The winner is of the 50 millimeter lens, which is going to be amazing for your mini sessions. Is Angela Lambert? Angela, Angela, under my umbrella, Ella, Angela. Sorry, no. Mm. I tried. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, cool. It's about hey, as thank- good as one of your normal jokes. So, <laughs> <laughs> jerk face. Hey, thank you guys so much. Y'all are amazing. We love y'all so much, so much. Mutt and mutt. Stop dogs. Stop dogs on the brain. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, we love y'all so much. Y'all are amazing. Thank y'all for tuning into the podcast. Congrats, Angela Lambert, on winning the 50 millimeter lens. Y'all are amazing. I want to hear about your mini sessions. I want to hear about how, like, let's do a little contest to, like, who can make the most money from mini sessions. Mm, that would be sick. Let or, me know. Or we'll do, we'll do, we'll highest do, highest uh, shoot or something. Highest number uh, of paid highest mini shot sessions. Count. Highest count of paid and highest money made. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear this. And we'll, like, We'll come up with a prize for y'all. I don't know what yet. Maybe like a photo, maybe like a private phone call with Rich or me or both of us. And I'll, and I'll come there and you can take my picture. There you go. I'll be, I'll be one of your mini shoots. <laughs> there you go. All right. Challenge accepted, you guys. I want to hear Hugh books the most mini sessions, okay? Who's, Hugh, who's Hugh books? What? You said Hugh books. Who books? I was. I joke. want to I'm hear sorry. who. I, I can't know. talk right now. I'm getting, I'm I getting tired. So gummy bears, um, man. Lolo, yellow. Gosh, man, like my <laughs> my my brain just stopped. It's like lunchtime, lunchtime. Uh, Linda Flanagan said thanks, and it's a yellow Labrador Retriever named Gracie. Well, tell give give Gracie a pet on the head for me. I'm an animal lover without any pets right now. I miss him. I miss my golden retriever, Ezra. He's my dog. My dog, you know. Your dog. All right. We love you guys. Have a fantastic day. We will talk to y'all soon. If you are not a TPM member, which stands for the Photo Mentorship, go check out thephotomentorship.com and stream unlimited access to all of our courses. Attend to listen to me talk like four times a week. Our weekly Facebook Lives where we answer your questions, do in-depth trainings that are exclusively for Photo Mentorship members, and you also get access to all of our courses. We love you guys. Have a fantastic day. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. I love you. 
Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com. Photo.